Hello, and welcome to episode 5 of the Bethlehem Blast Furnace, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves, officially now that uh, there's some big news. So, it's kind of been in the works for a little while. We finally got signed on board with the beautiful Game Network, a um, series of podcasts about you know soccer, just growing soccer in this country, whether it's USL, um, there's a couple of, of college podcasts on there, a couple MLS um, you know everything like that. So it's it's Mark Cole, Bob Hopko. Oh we're we're live at La Glosso House again, Lucky as usual. Fiorentina and Atletico Madrid. Good crowd. Yeah, yeah. Got uh, some Serie A going on, some La Liga finishing up the season here. Um, you know, Europe's kind of finishing up as we're getting into the heart of it. And this is a happy, positive, happy and positive podcast. Podcast and also groundbreaking. Groundbreaking news. So, um, obviously, you know, it's been a good, you know, week. Less than a week for us. Um, we lost to Charleston last Saturday. Who cares? We're going to move on. We're moving on from that. that. Because that we're not where we were last Saturday. No. I think the team has played. I mean, I wasn't at the game Wednesday. Well, that's one of the reasons. You know, um, Mark's been missing a lot of games. So, the more games Mark misses... The better more chances we have to win. I'm very distracting at games, so people get angry and players get angry. But anyway, um, we beat Red Bull too. Yes, which was a good win for us. Um, um, you know, how do you say that guy's name that we like? The new new signing. Come on, it, we just call right. him. It's Mitchie. It's Mitchie in Galena or some crazy yeah, we're stuff. We're calling Mitchie. He signed with. I think he actually signed a union contract. I thought he did. He may have signed with us. I need to look into that. Um, but he scored his first goal for us. It was his first appearance for us. Oh, it was a great goal. Great Beautiful goal. Beautiful goal. Nice goal. Um, and then who scored the second one? Was Najem? Um, I don't know. We killed them. It was a beautiful game. You know, we're... <laughs> um, did Sandy score one? I don't remember. I don't know. But, um, I remember yesterday. Derek Jones? Yep. So, uh, the team seems to be kind of turning the corner. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. Last night, I think, was a big win, though. I mean, Absolutely. We got our finally away goal. Uh, I mean, away win. Um, we, we played really well. Yeah. Uh, Indy 11 is not that good a side. Um, but we, we got... Right. I mean, no, they're not that good. We got three points out of it. We did. And, and that was very... I can't tell you how important that is. I mean, you at the end of the game, Mark, I don't know if you saw this, they were hugging each other like they won a they playoff game. It was like they got the monkey. They finally got I the mean, monkey off the back. They could finally. Burke was hugging three or four of the players like it was like like a big playoff win. And it was good. I mean, Indies, they're in the playoff, so it's not yeah. like they're I the love table. the chemistry of this team now since last Saturday. Really, we, we, we you know, we won two in a row. One, one at home, one and away, and I think this is the start of really big things. And, and quite frankly, we can win the next one. Yeah, I mean, obviously, usually every year we kind of go on one of these crazy streaks where, you know, we go un- unbeaten for six, seven, whatever the case may be. Um, and it's about time we turn that corner. You know, we didn't have a lot of union guys last night. I mean, you had Herbers. Epps was up with the Union, scored a goal for them. They had a nice Beautiful win. goal. Yeah, they had a nice win up there for them. We won. Reading won. So, you know, just kind of the organization as a whole, it was a good night. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was finally – Santi's playing like a madman. I mean, he got – whether or not he heard our podcast, we're going to say that he did. Cause yeah, he, I mean, he – It's the only explanation as to why he's playing the way I mean, he is. He had a great goal last night, and he's, he's, he's um, doing a great role um, – 
really, he's he's really distributing. He's, he's running he, at defenders, which finally right. we need. We needed that. He wasn't. It seemed like he was kind of getting away from that in the beginning, and now he's just saying, you know what, I'm going to do it. Congratulations to him. He did graduate from college in Charleston. Oh, good for well, him. Well, he was in he was in North Carolina, and that was where his college was. Fight for college. He he graduated Saturday, hopped a plane, and then flew to South Carolina and made it in time for the game. So that was cool. Um, so, I mean, what do you think? Do you think? We keep this run going. I mean, like you said, we can obviously. We only beat teams that have red on red as part of their kits, and unfortunately, Ottawa does not have red, which is our next. They really game. don't. No, they it's blue. I was shocked, but um, North Carolina FC's got red in their crest, so we'll beat them. And then we have our big home match against Louisville FC, in uh, on Saturday, June 9th. Um, which I'm really looking forward which, to. Which, I mean, like you, you, we were just saying before we came on, if we can get six points on this on this road trip here. We get nine here. Come on, let's get three more. Well, that's, I'm saying, yeah, no, I'm saying if we can get, obviously, yeah. nine over the last three, but I'm saying just these two points, these two games on the road. If we we're can get, technically in fifth place-ish. Yeah. Which is the crazy thing about yeah. USL is it's like. Yeah, because they don't play, they played a, a staggered schedule. Yeah, but it's not really as off-balance as it's been in the past. I mean, there's been times in the past where, you know, teams have had three or four fewer games. That's true because they didn't have their field available or something. Everybody's got pretty much, I think the fewest amount of games played is eight in the East, and then the most is ten, so they're kind of all in them. So the the standings really do kind of dictate, finally, where people stand. Um, Like I said, we played well the last two games. Our defense, we haven't even talked, our defense is playing really well. I will say this. So everybody talking, obviously goals and, you know, Prosper Chaluya, shout out to you. You finally scored your first goal. Um, That was a great goal, too. Great goal. Him and Santi both got the goals last night. I just like the way that they kind of battled back. So it's not battled back, I guess, but obviously we take the lead, which is awesome. You get on the road. If you can score first, you know, it, it gives you a chance. We give up another goal right away, and it's like, oh shit, here we go. You know, it's it's we're gonna lose this one, and they got the they got the the, the mo- or the uh, I can't think of the word I'm trying to use momentum. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, they have the momentum. You think we're gonna give up the lead, and then you know we bounce back late and we score, and it was exciting. I mean, every, we had a good crowd here at Galazzo, and and people were going nuts, and it was. I, I like the chemistry on our team right now. I think that's a major part of all this. I think um, sometimes, you know, addition by subtraction, let's just say. We haven't seen someone in a couple games, right? Yeah. And um, let's just say we don't think we're going to see that person down the road. Can we say that? Bob is convinced that Brandon Allen's no longer with the team. I don't know if... But, you know, my research has indicated that... There has been a parting of the ways, and um, I think it's a Hugh Roberts 2.0 kind of thing where it's you, you no. Have, I, I, I again, I, I you know my or my source is not a hundred percent correct, so we're pseudo journalists here. But but I'm, I I would be extremely extremely surprised. We can say this if you see Brandon Allen again. Still. Maybe I don't know. I, I, Mark doesn't I, want to back. I don't want to back him up because I don't want to, I don't want that to be the case. I love Brandon Allen. I think he loves Brandon. He Allen. was a great addition to the team. I was really excited when we signed him, and then. Well, it's going to be. I mean, Bob brings up right. a good point. He has kind of bounced around. I mean, he was with Red Bull, obviously, and then 
Brendan Burke's going to, they're, they're going to announce something this week, most likely, in the podcast. <laughs> in, in his in his radio, um, in his uh, interview this week, he will be asked, and it will come out what the status is. Right now, there's Nobody been no, really no public statement has been released either by the union or the steel. Is that true? True. And that's why so I'm So, I, I, again, I can break this that most likely that the public, the public, um, the non-public statement will be uh, behind him. And there will be a public statement this week. I don't know. He's kind of bounced around. Obviously, he was with Red Bull, like I said, and then he went to... Um, they loaned him out to Minnesota. Thanks, Tommy. They loaned him out to Minnesota, yeah. which obviously an interleague loan is a little weird. Yeah, but they didn't take him back, did and they? And then they didn't take him back afterwards. So let's just leave it at that, yeah. okay? Let's hope he comes back. I think he's an extremely talented person, but right now, let's just say I incredibly love the chemistry in our team. Yeah, no, they've played and, well. And I really love our new guy. And um, again, we're doing all this without him. Chambers. That's right. We're doing all this without our captain. And this is the thing: is Derek Jones obviously is he's. They made her. They made him the captain. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he's been wearing the armband, but there there are Union fans screaming for Derek Jones to get called back in. They like Derek Jones. They love him, and I mean, it's been. I've been a little hard on him. He's. He's very up and down with his effort, which drives me nuts. Um, he plays well for us, though, when he's down, so I can't really fault him. Um, you know, he did sign a union contract. Yes. He wants Obviously, he wants to be there. He played well when he was up there. So, I mean, it's kind of... He's one of those guys that we don't mind getting, because we know when we get him, it's, it's a consistent thing. It's not like... It's not like he's down there doing an injury rehab or anything like that. And honestly, Herbers is becoming more of a... a, a consistent... Steel player, there. I I really like him as as a semi regular with the steel. I think his chemistry. He when he's with us, it, it, the chemistry doesn't get discombobulated. Well, he was one of the guys in the beginning of the season that I was kind of angry to see come down because he wasn't playing with. He would play like a game and then leave and then yeah, a game. Yeah, but and then now leave. that he's entrenched over the last right, mm-hmm. and I think that's a great decision. I really think. That both the union and the steel have tweaked their plans, very their strategy a little bit. I really believe that. Well, the and union went out and signed a few wingers. I mean, they went obviously yeah. they got a calm. El Senior scored again last night. And that's what I'm saying. They they made they tweaked their plan. Is it perfect? No. But no, I really, they obviously still have work to do. But. I really believe that we're in a good place. We'll change our tune next week when we lose to Ottawa. No, I don't think that happens. I mean, I think we get, at the minimum we get a tie on the road. Yeah, if we don't, if we don't, I get want a draw. four points though. I just want between those two. I, I mean, I'd love six, but um, Louisville FC is uh, they're Louisville. Yeah, we'd love it. if anybody's coming down. Joe Valla, any of our friends, our Louisville friends, please. Uh, we're gonna do. Um, Mark won't be here, but before the game, there's a. Uh, a, st- a, a sip and stroll in the south side so uh, we're going to do that some of us and uh, it sounds like fun get to see the area before just rather than just hanging out in a parking lot yeah so uh yeah let us know if you guys are coming up for the game uh, it's going to be a lot of fun we're kind of bouncing around here but 
I wanted to bring this up earlier, and I completely forgot. What? There was kind of an unsung hero last night. Who? Jake McGuire. You know, Jake is not very... Um, he had a few really nice saves. Right. It's not pretty, but no. he gets the job done. He hears a couple times I'm yelling, like, what the heck are you doing? But you know what? Q1, he gave up a goal, obviously. The- yeah, but, you know, that wasn't his. You know, but but again, he made some really good saves. He's a little awkward out there, in my opinion, sometimes. But I he wouldn't want anybody else to be a keeper of this team. No, I, well, yes, I am happy with. Well, I'm, I'm happy with him and uh, Johnny Mack. Well, Johnny Mack, yeah, obviously, but I'm talking in terms yeah, of you a know, long-term I, keeper. No, I would love to have him. You know, I, I I'd love to have him for you know as. I would too, but that's not going to happen. No. That's what I'm saying. It's I like, think I think he's he's I think if he continues getting better, he will be a very good MLS keeper. Two, you three years kind of have a history road. of turning out keepers. I mean, yeah, I think three, four years down the road, I, I think Johnny Mack, believe it or not, is going to be an MLS keeper full time. Well, they I really had, do. They had Zach McMath a few years ago, and he obviously was good. I mean, he yeah. kind of got. The shaft when Rice, Maboli, or whatever the hell yeah. his name was. I mean, we're not here to talk down. about the union too much, but no, but I am old. not as big Andre Blake fan as most people are. I don't like his positioning. Well, that's why he's so and, you know, I, Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that's what most people say. They say, like, that will get better. You know, there's just something. Just so we were talking about, we took a look at the U.S. roster for... Uh, we'll be there next next Monday. There's something for, I wanted uh, to talk about, actually. Yeah, we're going to be at the U.S. friendly against Bolivia. I'm not a big, big Bill Hamid fan. I just don't... Again, I, this, I don't like his... I don't think he has a great feel for the game. And and he makes up with his, his athleticism. I, give me a guy that has a great feel. I know they say that Blake, you know, is a good organizer. He was a union keeper. Yeah, I know. You probably don't remember him, Fareed Mondragon. That was the guy who had the best positioning that I've ever seen. I the guy like, was 67 years old or 112, whatever it was. I like guys that have a good feel for but the he game. But yeah. he wasn't and athletic. I, and I believe Donnie Mack has a great feel for the game. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I just I, I, I feel bad for keepers that get buried or look at Mira. Mira had a rough game on Wednesday. But yep. Mira's going to be starting finally because um, Robles is not going to be starting for the, for the Red Bulls. So Mira, I thought Mira would be a good MLS keeper. He's barely played over all these years. You know, he's played 18, 19 games or so. so. Yeah. Obviously that affects you more being a Red Bull fan. But. Yeah. But um, hey, really, really off the top, uh, off the uh, cuff here. You saw the Meghan Markle tweet that she was a fan. Big fan of Jeff Cameron, right? Jeff well, Cameron? well, yeah, there was, you know, oh, well, first, a fan of the U- U.S. men's national team. Yeah. Which a lot of people did not know. Two, um, there might have been something going on with Jeff Cameron. I, I found that very interesting because your friend Bedoya made a, yeah. a, a uh, inside joke kind of comment so yeah you know in the world if we have a uh, a princess that is a u.s soccer fan um that's good right yeah i mean that's interesting though mark has this like conspiracy that the whole world's gonna uh 
Not the whole world. Yeah. It's just that the, the British crown is trying to put America back under its wing. Yeah, so that's what I got to deal with, the conspiracy theory. theory I mean, it makes sense. You know, she becomes the first female president of the U.S. <laughs> She's married to the, you know. This is what we have to deal with, folks. But You know, maybe Harry kills everybody. He's only fifth in line. He's only going to kill four people. Can't be that That's hard. a lot of people. Crazier things have happened in, like throughout that. the history First of, of all, Great Britain. All right, I, I, I personally thought we needed that yesterday in, in our culture, and I just wanted to um, just go off topic for a second. So, All right, uh, anyway, we are 10 games into the season. Yes. So just under a third of the way. Yes. Our tone has changed a lot. Yes. We went from home playoff game to no playoffs to where the hell are we now? Fifth. We're in fifth. Ish. Fifth ish and what? Top eight make so eight make playoffs, so top four will get a home game. I think are we, we back can on board? keep the momentum going and get back I on love, board. I love the chemistry the, uh, right now. Yeah. Are we getting a home playoff game again? Yeah. We're gonna officially say we're gonna get a home playoff game. We're getting a fourth slot over Pittsburgh, the river. Which Let's talk about that for a second. Yes. That's the beauty of USO. Yes. Is obviously these guys, for the most part, are. There are two stages of their career, I feel, when they're playing in USO. They're at the very beginning. Right. And they're young, and they're trying to fight for that MLS spot. Right. Or they're coming toward the end. Yeah. And, you know, you guys got, got guys like Chambers who are doing their thing. They, they want to keep playing, and, and they can still play at a competitive. Sorry. A competitive level. Right. But they can't really play at an MLS level or, you know, a top division anywhere else. So they come and they play in USL and they do their thing and make a few bucks and, and they live the dream. So I don't even really remember where I was going with this. I had a reason for talking about that. It's all good. I don't know. It was a late night. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I, I just feel like... Well, that's, we, what, that's what's good about our podcast. Oh, that's I mean, we're going to go back and do... You know, we'll have someone that are, are like we're really extremely prepared and very professional. And but others you know, may fly by the seat of our Yeah. And, no, and this is what I was going to say. Was, you know, you, you have guys at, at different levels, so the roster turnover is crazy. So you could have a team that plays well one year, and they're complete shit the next. Absolutely. You know. I agree with you. Pittsburgh. Yeah, garbage last year. Yeah. They didn't make the playoffs and do nothing. They still have yet to lose a game, I believe. Yeah, and then some teams are just garbage. Like, yeah, and then there are certain teams that just consistently are bad. Yeah, I mean, I really felt this week, you know, disrespected with the whole MLS 2 thing. You know, Indy 11 fans were very, uh, were trolling us. And, you know, I, I, we love everybody, you know. But I'm, I'm tired of this whole MLS 2 Thing. It's a burden that we have to bear. I mean, last night in the telecast, five times we were being, we were mentioned about, oh, we're MLS two. They actually call us the Union ones. Yeah, and yeah, and and how difficult. Oh, sorry. How difficult it is preparing for a team like that. You know, it's difficult when you don't know who you have. I mean, they mentioned that to the guys in the broadcast last night, who for the most part I thought were really good. We've had some horrible broadcasts that we had to listen to for away games, right? You know, so yeah, I think they were all right. I mean, it's I had to listen to the, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms away broadcast yesterday, and that was a, that was a disaster. They're in the playoffs, four teams left. Yep, they're tearing it up. They're you know, and uh, we had to listen to Toronto Marlies broadcast. It was like the 
you know, horrible. Those guys were just not, uh, not didn't know anything. Yeah, I mean, they they said it. They 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 were like, it's it's hard for other teams to compare from because they can bring down, you know, this guy or that guy. And they talked a little bit about how you know maybe the rules should be a little more strict. Not strict, but like more set in stone of. Yeah. And I would agree with that. I mean, there, there's a lot of people who complain about, oh, you can bring guys down, you can bring guys down. But if you're bringing a guy down for a game, he's got no chemistry with those guys. No matter how much you practice, if you don't play in a game with them, there's no chemistry. So I agree. If you bring these guys down, they do their thing, and then they go back to the union for a game. It, it, bringing them down did absolutely nothing. Guys like Herbers that have been more consistent. You know, guys like Najem who are, are down here consistently. Um, even Johnny, Johnny Mack was a great keeper to bring down during – Jake McGuire's injury because yeah. he was a very obviously he has MLS experience. He played he's played a lot of games for MLS, but he really dictates the back line of, of, of a team. You know he tells people, look, this this you need to be here, and if you're not there, he's going to let you know that you're screwing up. So it's just a matter of you know we're doing well. Yeah, we're, it's a much more positive um, broadcast podcast this week. Um, you know, I, I really think I'm a, I'm very happy where we're at over the last two games, and I really think we're going to get better. And uh, I think I don't think we're going to fall apart again. I really don't. Who has been? I mean, I guess this is a good a third of the way in again. Who would be kind of like a fuck one, marry one, kill one? Like who who who's been your newcomer of the year so far? Yeah. Who's been your biggest surprise? Yeah. And who's been your biggest, you know, disappointment? <laughs> um, I know it's really early. Yeah, obviously it's early. But That's why we do these things. You know, so I, we can look back later in the year and realize what. I like. Is Pro- I like Prosper. He's played well. Played well. That's your newcomer. Yeah. Okay. I, if I have to pick one, um, you back. You know, what's his name? Mappa Decca. Oh. Apodaca? Apodaca. Aiden? Aiden? Aiden Apodaca. No, that's a Brandon. He's Brandon, too. No, he's not. He's Aiden. Right. Aiden Apodaca. Well, I think he's played well. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big striker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got a lot, of, a lot of the people we, we talk to of other teams, they, they comment all the time how big we are. Yeah. And it's great. That reminds me of the Red Bull 2 game. They had this little number 20. Uh... Mierra, and he was like this. He dove in the box, and and all kind and and that's one thing about Wolniak. 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 Yes. He's a great coach because he let him have it, and he was the number twenty for them. Was yelling at everybody, and he took him out at at halftime, and yelled at, was yelling at him on the bench. So, you know, that's a good coach because if you're disrupting the chemistry, and they had a horrible chemistry, yeah. and he was part of the reason. And uh, what, I was, what I was getting at was he was so much physically smaller than our, than our even our smallest back that he had a horrible, he had a difficult time doing anything. Who's our smallest guy, Mahoney? Yeah. Mahoney's got to be our guy. Yeah. yeah. Mahoney was like a neck taller than him. Wow. He's, yeah, he was really short. But I think that really frustrated. But that's an example. Even our, we're a big physical team. And that's what the union have always kind of pushed on. But see, that's what I'm saying. Now we're doing positive podcasts. 
there was a plan here. There was. And I think they tweaked it a little bit. It's hard for fans. I know everybody wants this big transfer and this big money guy coming in for the union. You know, if they, they get it, I think with everything else they have, they'd be really well. So, um, But they, they, like I said, Aiden kind of fits that same yeah. role that, that CJ plays. He's a big, strong striker who is right. who will put his back to a defender and say, okay, give me the ball at my feet and let me try to do something. Right. Or he can get up, he can head the ball, he can do his thing. So maybe Aiden Apodaca is in the plans for the union. All right. Anything else you want to discuss? I want to discuss the U.S. roster. Okay. Real brief. Um, I don't like Bill Hamid. Uh, everybody else I like. Um, but I like it's very young. It's that's 22. my point. Is you know oh, that no, was the big it's thing. It's fine. That Andrew, was the thing we talked about. They're not selling any friggin' tickets for this thing. It's a disaster in a way of ticket sales. Yeah, but this thing. I, and he, even even with Pulisic coming back, they thought the announcement of would, of Pulisic would bring what. Six, seven, eight thousand more. But think about it. This is probably your World Cup, if we make it, World Cup 2022 roster. Well, if you want to talk about another thing, we're going to have a very busy year in 2019. Yeah. And, and, uh. Gold Cup, obviously. Yeah. And I, you know, and then we have the women. Women playing. World Cup. Yeah. So there's a lot going on for us. And we'll be there. We'll be there Monday for Friendly in Philly. Um, I just think. This is the thing. We, we talked about it before about how USL, like I said, guys had two different stages in their careers. Guys, when they were, you know, 22 years old, 21 years old, 18 years old, they never had a place to to get real playing time. Like, MLS had their reserve league, which was a total right. fucking joke. Accomplished absolutely nothing. So now you got these guys putting, you know, teams in USL where they're getting a taste. Obviously, you're playing some MLS2 teams, but you're playing real teams whose goal have, is to win a championship. The USL is a great, great division to league. It really is. And it serves a purpose. I know we've been very critical of, you know, U.S. Soccer Federation. And, um, you know, there's obviously a lot, a lot wrong there. But when you, I, I really think this is a very important time for the U.S. men's national team, and I think we get, we're doing it right right now. Yeah, this is what we've all been fighting yeah. for. This is what we said. The moment that that whistle blew against Trinidad was we need to get younger. Yeah, we have guys who came in. We need hungry guys that are going to come in and win games when they should and when they shouldn't. Yeah. Obviously, Trinidad should have been a win. We choked. We missed the World Cup. It is what it is. You can sit here and look at the past and say, oh, we screwed up and... Now what do we do? It's got to be a now what do we do? Right. The answer is obvious. You get younger, you start playing these guys, and the good thing is, with USL, is you're going to get some of these guys, I think, that wouldn't have had a chance to play otherwise. Right. Obviously, a lot of the guys that we have playing are either, you know, over in Europe, obviously, Pulisic and, and Timmy Weah, who got his first start for PSG yeah. the other day. Yeah, I saw that. But the disrespect there, did you see that? No. What happened? They didn't even have his picture for the lineup. No. They used, like, a basic silhouette of him, you like he what? was an academy player. From Again, FIFA I'm all for our players going overseas, but it's got to be the right situation. I think Obviously, right. Pulisic had right the right situation. I think Obviously, how many ones that were not the right situation? Obviously, there's been more than yeah, more and, and that's, horrible stories than success stories. And that's that's my that's my thing. You know, certain people, if staying here in MLS is not a good good idea. You know, uh, and certain people, I believe it is. So. It depends on the exact player and situation. 
yeah. and where and who's interested in them. And it depends on what team they're going to. Obviously, Dortmund is a team who is consistently known for playing younger players. Right. Whereas, if they're going to go to, you know... I hope he stay, I hope Pulisic stays at Dortmund. I think him going to Liverpool would not be a great idea. They're, they're loaded at they're loaded speaking at of that, so. Timmy Ream might <laughs> have a chance. Playing for promotion. For, you know, he's playing, you know, Bob, biggest game we, of his life. As we've said know. before, Bob is a Fulham fan. So Except for the U.S. national team games. He's, he's, been, game he's been getting Biggest club game of his life. So. They're, they're playing for promotion this Saturday, so he's been a... Uh, They'll be at Wembley. Hey, Who are they playing? I was t- they're playing our friend Aston Villa. Oh, Aston I was told years ago I had to pick an English Premier League team in 2001. 2000, 2001, I picked one. I picked Fulham because they had guys I knew, in two, you know, and that were American guys. Sounds silly or whatever, but that's why I picked them. I liked them. They've had a lot of American guys since. I for the last four years, I haven't had anybody root for really in the EPL. They've been down there that long. Yeah, 2013, wow. 2014 wow. was the last season. So, yeah, so 15, 14, 15, 15, 16, 16, 17, 17, 18. So. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, obviously, like we said, check us out on the uh, beautiful game network. There's tons of podcasts all across the league. Um, some good guys doing, you know, just shows about. There, there's a ton of teams. I forget how many exact podcasts there are, but there's a bunch. Um, whether it's East Coast, West Coast, there's the USL show that kind of does everything as a whole. Um, so check us out there. And then, obviously, Roughneck Scarves. Roughneck Scarves, thanks to our sponsors. We Roughneck have Roughneck Scarves. Scarves. We do. Yep. So, so it's, you know, we they're the, they're the official. We like. Well, yeah, they're the official scarf sponsor of MLS, USL, all that. So. Soccer fans everywhere. So, thanks for listening. Obviously, this one was a little scrambled, a little all over the place, but that's it how was we do fun things. though. Yeah, that's how we do things. Yeah. So. But I, I think I, I think we get nine points. I would love to get nine points out of three games. I'll take anywhere from uh, seven to nine. Yeah. Um, and we'll see where we're at. We're gonna when's our next podcast, Edward? Uh, hopefully next weekend, but you know. We'll see. Yeah, it's a busy one next week. We'll probably do it. In about 10 days. So yeah, uh, thanks that. for having us and uh, have a great week. Live long and prosper to Ch- Chaluya. <laughs>